0: Well, good morning. It's uh, Wednesday, August 25th, 2021. Wednesday, August 25th, 2021. Uh, yesterday, I settled on the name uh, Kathy Hochul for governor's name. Oops, <laughs> I, I said it wrong. I'll admit it. Uh, it's pronounced Governor Kathy Hochul. Hochul. Uh, just so you know. Uh, on her first day, she mandated masks in schools and vaccinations for all school personnel. Uh, the uh, lieutenant governor position is set to be announced next week. Also, she cleaned house for anybody that was uh, uh, mentioned uh, in, in the wrongdoing in the report about Governor Cuomo. Uh, she got rid of all of them. And uh, she's going to take about 75 days to fill all her positions that she needs to have filled. So if you're looking for work in uh, uh, you know New York and you're a decent person, give her a call. Uh, PVTV, political views, TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google political, political views, TV podcast. Those four words. Exactly. I'll show up right at the top of the search, man. I do appreciate you coming every day. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I know you can go to elsewhere. Uh, but I try and make it entertaining, entertaining as well as informative. And I, I, I hope I give you some good insight. So yeah, uh, bring someone with you tomorrow And tweet me your questions, insights, or fights At Cyberclops Or school me on something C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S At Cyberclops On Twitter Speaking of which Got into a long Twitter argument With a bunch of Trump supporters uh, About who is, who's to blame For the pullout in Afghanistan I mean, there's several things to consider Make, make no mistake It looks bad for everyone Trump made the deal but the deal was supposed to include the government staying put and soldiers fighting to keep their country. I mean, that was part of the deal. That was assumed. What ideally would happen is the Afghan government would have stayed put in power. If, if they hadn't left, maybe the soldiers would have continued fighting. The issue is, if the government stayed, then there would have been no pullout of the embassy and other Americans. There wouldn't have been a need. Uh, only the troops and, uh, uh, would have been pulled out. And the troops would have stayed for the minimum compliment re- required uh, at the embassy. They would have stayed. So the argument that it's completely Biden's fault is flawed. And, and I, I, sure, he holds some blame. Uh, Trump must shoulder blame for the bad deal. The original deal should have seen an expansion of the government in Afghanistan to include Taliban legislatures. Uh, Do this while U.S. troops are there, and they would have had time to acclimate to the kind of government. Plus, it would have made them less likely to harm their legitimate power during the pullout by taking over. At that point, you would have had a chance to save the country. But... The Taliban leaders left the country. So you, So, uh, for uh, building the government before you leave, you didn't do that. And a few months before the U.S. pull out, the government tells Biden, no problem, the Afghan forces will continue fighting. Please don't start pulling out Americans because it will send a message of no confidence. Don't do it. So the U.S. delays pulling people out. Whether that's a good idea or not is not the question. Whether it should have been investigated further if it was a good idea or not might be the question. Then government officials leave the country because they fear the Taliban weeks before the pullout date, which leaves Biden holding the bag. And now he is now rushed to get out. Suddenly, we have to do it. The Government has abandoned their country troops Afghan security forces are not fighting and and by the way there's there, there's been news stories of them being uh, uh, um, being uh, summarily killed uh, um, uh, by the Taliban forces that Afghan security forces have been killed by Taliban um, it's true that Biden should have started earlier, despite the Afghan government asking him not to. And this is all armchair quarterbacking on my part, of course. Still, optics are bad. It's true that Trump needs to shoulder some of the blame. But Biden should have uh, had more foresight, honestly. Uh, That being said, I think he's doing not a horrible job of making a silk purse from a sow's ear, if you've ever heard the term. Plus, Warhawks are saying to stay in and fight. But we've been in there for 20 years. And Biden is saying, nope, we're leaving. No nation building here. So he's sticking to his word. He said he would take us out of of Afghanistan, despite the horrible deal and what was done in the waning months in the Trump administration, which was not enough to ensure that the country could stand on its own. Uh, but uh, you know what? I'm not blaming it at all on Trump. Don't call me out for that. And, and, and my, in my Twitter arguments, they were constantly saying, you can't put a, 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 one, a, all of this on Trump. And I kept on saying, I didn't say that. I said he needs to shoulder some of the blame for that rotten deal that he did. And he does. Anyway, now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. <clears throat> um, experts have warned Afghanistan's economy is heading towards collapse without swift action from the international community. But why should we give them anything if if they're going to take away human rights? Why should we do it? Why should we give them anything if they're going to break their promises days after they made the promises? Like for not killing people who helped uh, the coalition. The country's cash-based economy was struggling before the Taliban's recent uh, ascension. And the Islamic movement's sudden takeover has left the country's finances in limbo with assets frozen, banks closed, and crucial foreign aid stalled. The World Bank has halted funding for projects in Afghanistan after the Taliban seized control of the country. It cited concerns uh, over how the Taliban's takeover will affect the country's development projects, especially for women. The decision by the World Bank to suspend payments to Afghanistan is the latest financial blow to uh, the country's new government. Last week, the IMF announced that Afghanistan will no longer be able to access the global lenders resources. And IMF spokes uh, spokesperson said it was due to lack of clarity within the international community over recognizing a government in Afghanistan. About 440 million of uh, new monetary reserves had been sent to be made available to the country from the 23rd of August. And I think that has stopped. Also in the days after the Taliban uh, took control of Kabul, the White House said any assets, and we talked about this, any assets that Afghanistan Central Bank, uh, ACB, uh, no, that's not what it is, it's DAB, uh, um, has uh, in the U.S. would not be made available to the Taliban. The, the Afghanistan Bank has reserves of roughly $9 billion, most of which is held in the U.S., Nine billion dollars—not not much if you think about it for a country. That's not much on its own, um, for an entire country. Moving on to local stuff. In a party line vote Tuesday, not local but uh, uh, national. Uh, a In pi- a party uh, party line vote yesterday afternoon, the following. Uh, uh, that followed contentious negotiations. U.S. House Democrats adopted—and Democrats were negotiating with themselves, (laughs) mind you, with the right wing—those right wingers, um, the uh, Dinos in the party. Uh, U.S. uh, Dino is D-I-N-O, Democrats in name only. Um, House Democrats uh, adopted a resolution to advance key voting rights bill, bipartisan infrastructure legislation and a $3.5 trillion budget blu- blueprint to invest in climate action, Medicare expansion, child care, uh, uh, free community college, and other progressive uh, priorities. Now, let me let me give you a couple of arguments for this bill, okay? First of all, a true conservative would look at climate action as any amount of money spent is not going to be enough to stop what 's coming we if we spent the entire three and a half trillion dollars on climate action, that might be enough that might be enough unsure i 'm hearing an annoying beep i 'm not sure where it 's coming from but anyway Okay, <laughs> it's gone. Um, so, as I was saying, climate action. Hundreds of trillions of dollars are going to be spent to offset the effects of climate change. We're talking floods, we're talking fires, we're talking ri- rising sea levels, we're talking water shortages. We're talking, I can go on forever how bad it's going to get. The, mo- the more we spend now, I mean, we're talking, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars, which might save us trillions of dollars in the long run. So any conservative can see how this is important. Any conservative, any Republican can see how important this is. That's Why? Now, let's talk about free community college. Every first world country in the world has free college for people. Their workers have an advantage over us. Do you, as a conservative, want other countries to have advantages over us in education so they can get better jobs than we do? Is that what you want? So, those are some right-wing arguments why this bill is good. Anyway, the resolution set up final votes for um, for the Bipartisan Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, which is H.R. 3684, and the John R. Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act, H.R. 4. It also crucially includes formal approval of the Senate-approved budget blueprint that some Democrats are calling the Build Back Better plan enabling Democrats to begin working on that package. The 220 to 212 vote party line uh, came after a small group of right wing Democrats led by Rosh Gottheimer uh, from New Jersey, Democrat, threatened to block the three and a half trillion dollar budget resolution. Anyway, this is where the negotiations came in. The Democrats negotiated with the right wing Democrats. Um... Uh, Monday and part of yesterday. Language was included in the resolution to guarantee a House vote on the bipartisan deal no later than September 27th. So, um, oddly, Democrats are gone until September 20th. So they they got a lot to do for one week. They have one week. (sighs) Moving on. So I mentioned the voting rights bill. That was the John uh, Lewis voting rights bill that was passed by the House. Of course, Republicans voted against it because they don't want people to vote. They know that the more people that vote, who vote, the more people who vote, the less likely they get elected. The John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act was approved 219 to 212. All Republicans voted against the legislation. The bill is part of Congressional Democrats' broader campaign to strength, uh, strengthen uh, voting laws and uh, at the federal level to fight restrictive voting laws passed in Republican-led states, such as Texas and Georgia. Uh, the legislation would require states with recent histories of discrimination to get federal preclearance to change their voting laws, which directly addresses the Supreme Court 2013 ruling in Shelby versus, uh, Shelby County versus Holder. Now, if you remember, that might sound familiar where it requires states with recent histories of discrimination to get federal preclearance. That was the original Civil Rights Act of 1965. Anyway, the, uh, uh, yeah, that's right. The ruling, uh, uh, the the uh, Supreme Court's 2013 ruling gutted the preclearance uh, system in the voting, racks of 19, uh, uh, voting Rights Act of 1965, uh, which civil rights advocates argue was successful in blocking proposed voting restrictions in states and localities with histories of racial discrimination. And let me just tell you, Republicans who claim there's no racial discrimination are outright lying. They're outright lying, absolutely lying. And they they have so much as admitted that they're lying. Uh, We've talked about the 2013 ruling numerous times. Senate Republican uh, filibustered the voting rights legislation in June, and the vote to advance an amended version of the For the People Act split along party lines 50-50 in the Senate, short of the 60 votes needed. All Democratic-aligned senators voted to begin debate, and all Republican unanimously voted to block debate on the bill. Passage of the voting measure was the, uh, was the final vote of the week for the House, whose members they are leaving Washington and won't return until September 20th, as I just said. Moving on. Remember the uh, recent court decision we talked about where a judge said Trump's Remain in Mexico rule? should stay now we are seeing the impact of the trump supreme court picks the supreme court yesterday refused to block a court ruling over ordering the biden administration to reinstate the trump era policy that forces people to wait in mexico while seeking asylum in the u.s with the three liberal justices in dissent the court said the administration uh, the administration likely violated federal law in its efforts to rescind the program informally known as Remain in Mexico. Uh, the justices said in their unsigned decision that the Biden administration appeared to act arbitrarily and capriciously by rescinding the policy, which is formerly known as the Migrant Protection Protocols. Uh, you know what? It's funny how Republicans name rules. Like they're doing the opposite of what they do. They name this rule the migrant protection protocol, which protocols, which is ex- the exact opposite of what it does. The uh, Biden administration will likely appeal the Supreme Court's decision, uh, which the Homeland Security Department said yesterday it will uh, uh, push for that. Yeah, migrant protection protocols. It's it's a bit of mini true. Uh, for you 1984 fans. Uh, Moving on, a federal judge ruled Monday that two U.S. agencies broke the law by not conducting an analysis of potential ecological harms associated with increased militarization along the U.S.-Mexico border. Uh, The ruling found that the officials at both the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and U.S. Customs and Border Protection violated the National Environmental Policy Act by failing to prepare an updated and detailed environmental impact statement for the U.S.-Mexico border enforcement program. Uh, They're talking about the wall, okay? The wall is going through uh, hunting grounds of animals right down the middle and and stopping them from, uh, they might have divided uh, animal mates like uh, mountain lions from mountain lions or whatever. Um, Also, we can include off-road vehicle patrols, installation of high-intensity lighting, uh, construction of base camps and checkpoints and other activities. Under the Trump administration, federal agencies also ramped up wall construction by waiving dozens of laws protecting the environment, public health and safety. Um, there is potential harm from border walls and uh, other border, uh, border enforcement activities on wildlife and endangered species, including jaguars, ocelots, Mexican gray wolves and cactus cactus ferruginous pygmy owls. And I can't wait to look up what they look uh, what they look like. If you want to know how to spell ferruginous, I don't know if I'm saying it right. F E R R U G I N O U S pygmy owls. Uh although the court ruled that federal officials did not violate the endangered species act, which is pretty surprising. Uh the judge wrote that there were Undisputed statements of fact which demonstrate that there was a large number of new or revised critical habitat designations for threatened or endangered species within the Southern Border Enforcement Corridor since 2001. And what he's saying is uh, this this uh, 2001 thing that, al- that allowed all this uh, milit- militarization of the zone d- has not taken uh, into account... All these endangered, endangered species uh, and all this new science that has happened since 2001. That's basically what it said. Don't be fooled by wolves in sheep clothing. That's all I got to say. This morning, I saw an advertisement for Larry Elder. He's running for California governor, that, that nutbag. Uh, and, and that, that horrible uh, person who said that women can't think for themselves. That women don't know anything about politics? That's what Larry Elder said. Uh, uh, Gloria, uh, Gloria Romero decided to shill for Larry Elder. Uh, She talks about how she was Democratic senator in California from 2001 to 2008 for like seven years. uh, And how she wants Larry Elder because he supports charter schools. But what she doesn't mention is that she is in the business of private education and stands to make millions of dollars once Larry Elder gets into office. What a disgusting pig she is. I don't, I'm trying to figure out why the Democratic Party hasn't kicked her out. Honestly, she she doesn't belong. And moving on finally to Nirvana. Nirvana is being sued. Uh, they're being sued for the Nevermind album cover. That's that late, uh, that baby swimming in a pool going after a dollar bill. You remember that cover? Um, the baby is an adult now and suing on the grounds that it's child pornography because his, his little his little pee-pee is sticking out uh, when he's four months old in the picture. Um, and th- he's saying that it's child pornography and that his parents never signed the release. All right, there might be a problem with part of the case. Uh, um, Non-sexualized photos of infants are generally not considered child pornography under U.S. law. And and I agree with that. I mean, if it was, then half of you on Facebook would be in prison right now for uh, posting pictures of your babies in the bathtub when nobody really wants to see them. Nobody really wants to see, want to see them. Nobody cares about your baby. They just say so at parties. Oh, what a beautiful baby. Uh, please all of them all babies are the same. They look exactly alike. Anyway, the lawsuit was filed in California, which is in the United States, and like I said, U.S. law does not say a naked baby is pornography. That's it. Thanks for listening. Man, do I appreciate you? Uh, not too bad under 25 minutes under 24 minutes under 24 minutes Uh, thanks for listening Wednesday August 25th 2021 I truly appreciate you coming here it's really nice of you I know you can go elsewhere PVTV Political Views TV Podcast that's what you Google to find me those four words uh, Political Views TV Podcast Uh, bring someone with you today or tomorrow tell your friends to Google me I'll show up right at the top of the search tweet to me questions insights or fights to at Cyberclops and, and, you know, come school me. Say, hey, you know what? This bill and this bill and this is happening in California or this is happening in Russia. Uh, Tell me about stuff that I've missed. Maybe maybe I uh, just missed it. Who knows? Uh, At Cyberclops on Twitter, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And most important, remember, always remember, Government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.